What's going on, everyone? And welcome back to a Dose of Magic podcast, the podcast where we're talking about all things Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brett. And we are back for another episode full of Disney discussion. We have some new news for you guys today, some breaking information that has came out recently that we cannot wait to share. But of course, before we get into that, Brett, what is new in your world? How are you doing? I am dragging right now this week. Mm. I am so tired. I just, every day has just been very busy from work. It's been like an eight to eight kind of week. I was lucky to sneak out of work a little early today to do our podcast. Nice. Um, but like we had our work commencement ceremonies. We have to like close residence halls. So it's just been a busy week. It's just that time of the year um, for us here. But other than that, doing well, um, happy and healthy. So that's all that really matters at the end of the day. How are you? I'm doing well. When does your like busy period end? How long does this last for you? So technically this week, right, is what we consider closing, which means everybody should be out of the residence halls right now. And we are mm-hmm. going through all them and checking them. So after this week, our residence halls are closed. But then for me, my real work starts in the summer when all the residence halls are empty because that's when we do all of our work in there. So yeah, all the fixes. my busy period is just starting. Mm-hmm. Um, during the semester, it's very systematic and simple and we just wait for issues. Now we have to be proactive and fix them before they happen. So cool. Yeah. So when does it, when does it end? September 5th when everybody <laughs> moves back in. Um, is, is when it ends. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, yeah. take it a day at a time. I'm sure everything will go well, and hopefully yes. you get to enjoy some outdoor time throughout all of the, the summer as well, going yes, residence definitely. hall to residence hall. Yes. Um, on my end, I'm doing okay. Work is busy. I'm traveling a lot coming up. I head to New York next Wednesday just for a day trip, and then I come and I head to St. Louis for another show after that. So a lot, lot of travel coming up, but Very not cool. complaining. I'm looking forward to all of that. But other than that, we are good. We are healthy, as you said, and we are mm-hmm. moving along. So nothing to complain about on this end. The weather is getting nicer. The Northeast is warming up. The earth is healing. It feels good. You <laughs> sound like an intro to a movie. healing. <laughs> It feels good to be up here right now. So we're enjoying ourselves. We're doing some city walks and trying to yeah. stay outside when we can. So us too, us too. Let's talk about what we have coming up for the Walt Disney World Resort, Brett. In 2024, we got some new information, some big policy changes that I think people are going to like. I'm pretty sure that this is a lot of customer feedback being implemented here. So we're really, really happy about this. We have five new things coming to the Walt Disney World Resort in 2024 that were just announced. So, Brett, do you want to start with the first one? So, yeah, I'll start with the first one. And as Ryan said, um, this is going to be mostly policies and new things that they're either re-implementing or starting up again. Um, nothing to do with rides, attractions, restaurants, or anything like that. Our first one is going to be that there is no more theme park reservations for guests visiting the Walt Disney World Resort. Starting on January 9th, theme park reservations will no longer be required for date-based tickets at Walt Disney World, which is like a huge thing because this was yep. kind of a COVID installment that they did here uh, to try and limit the amount of people here. 
and it got a lot of pushback and I understand why they did it, but it almost stayed a little bit too long. Uh, and I think mm-hmm. now hearing that it's going to be gone in 2024 is a huge thing for the Walt Disney properties. Yes, I agree. This feels like a nice step back in the right direction in, in the way that it was prior to the whole pandemic and removing the whole reservation part of the experience is great news. I feel like that adds some more flexibility. It takes a little stress away and, you know, really just gives the customer, the attendee, the guest, the power to decide what they want to do now for their, for their days and have a little bit more flexibility, which is great. So as Brett mentioned, that starts on January 9th of 2024. So right at the beginning of the year. And I hope Many people look forward to that and get to take advantage of that because that is a nice policy implemented for sure. I agree. And question for you, Rye, about this. Yeah. So with no more theme park reservations, right? Park hopping is going to be back to basically full capabilities. Mm-hmm. Now, having that park hopping was limited to two parks a day. Do you think you'll stick with that in your future trips? Like, Do you think that, that slowed it down for you and you're able to enjoy the parks a little bit more and really – kind of see what it all has rather than trying to hop from park to park to park to park like as quickly as possible. Yeah, I think having the option to go to whatever park you want whenever you want is obviously the the best case scenario, but in practice, I do think that fitting two parks in for a day feels like the most comfortable amount. It it feels like you you don't rush between the two parks. Uh, you know, if you try to squeeze in the third at that point, you really are probably going in and doing quick rides, getting in and out and getting on to the next next park, next spot. You yeah. know what I mean? So in theory, I don't want restriction, and I, I'm happy that it's kind of free and you can go to as many as you want. Uh, but on paper, two feels like the sweet spot, like that Goldilocks zone where yeah. you know that's, that's how you want to plan your schedule, in my opinion. Sure. Yeah, for sure. So I just wanted to see your, your opinion there. But yeah, why don't you talk no, about our next one? It's a good question, but it kind of rolls into our next one because annual pass holders and cast members starting in 2024 will not need any theme park reservation either. And so this, you don't even need to pick a date ahead of time. You, you just can truly walk in, which was a big critique that cast members and annual pass holders had during the pandemic period when they were more limiting. Right, it's like it's tough to take advantage of your annual pass if you you are just as restricted as others, and right. so you know now to be able to have that freedom to go any day you want, to go to any park you want, uh, you know you can do that with without exception, except now that I see it here, there is an exception: Saturdays and Sundays at Magic Kingdom. So. That is uh, the only blackout date for that in terms of you will, you know, need a, well, I guess I wonder how that will go because once introduced, <laughs> Disney will roll, out, will roll out these good to go days on an ongoing basis. This will be in addition to a recent update, which offers pass holders the opportunity to visit parks after 2 p.m. without needing a park reservation, except on Saturdays and Sundays at Magic Kingdom. So I'm not sure exactly how that's going to all iron out, but Ultimately, it's another step in the right direction, right? Having people, giving people more flexibility without this pre-reservation system in any form, I think is 
is the best case scenario from an, a guest attendee perspective. For sure. And I think it, it probably means a lot to the cast members too. And I'm sure it's another thing, like you said, like just voices being heard with this implementation. Like it's, it's almost so specific, but such an easy fix that yep. they must've gotten like so many like questions, comments like about it. That yeah. They I'm sure. Do it. You know what I mean? Like, and it, that, just, it seems to make sense. Like, if you're a cast member, you should be able to go to any park you want whenever. Right, that's like telling a Target employee they can only use their like store <laughs> discount on a Tuesday after four. Like and that's it. Like <laughs> yeah. it's so limited that it's like well, it's a, it's like a benefit, it's a perk to to working at that location. So yeah, nobody I'm, would be upset happy, or question it. Right, I'm happy for them, not as a Disney cast member. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure it means the world to them that to to have that back and annual pass holders as well. So exactly. Um, because I'm sure it's really easy too now for annual pass holders who live in the area just to go in for like lunch or whatever. Um, yeah, so. exactly. That sounds so nice and flexible and, and you know, really a part of the reason you have the annual pass just so that you can take advantage of it when you want. So it sounds like that's for sure. the direction that they're headed, which is great news. Yeah. Speaking of lunch and food, um, the dining plans are coming back to Walt Disney World. Um Vacation packages starting with guests beginning on January 9th will have the option to add the Disney Quick Service Dining Plan or the Disney Dining Plan itself onto their package, um, which is a huge thing because that went away for a while. But I think the, I think the dining plan for families and large groups uh, just makes a ton of sense. So to have that back, I think it really starts to make Disney more accessible and affordable again for a lot of people. Yeah, and again, it just comes down to having that that flexibility, having that freedom to prepay for your meals and snacks ahead of time, and knowing that you know you have that peace of mind that okay, we can eat at these restaurants, we can do this type of snacking throughout the day, and you know it's all part of your prepaid plan. Uh, you know that's ultimately the benefit of it, and, I, and I'm, I'm happy again that that's being brought back. Uh, for example, if you book a four-night package with the Disney plan, each guest uh, in your party would receive four table service meals, four quick service meals, and four snacks throughout the day. And that's to be used at any time during your four-night stay. So, you know, to have almost like an all-inclusive package coming back in is just, yeah, it's a great, great thing. I'm glad that they're bringing that back in. I know that was a very popular choice among many people who went. And I'm curious to see how many people buy back into it when they bring it back, you know? For sure. And I, I don't know. I don't know, like, why this seems to be the time. But, I, again, I feel like that's such a such an easy thing to reintroduce. Like, the foundation was already there. And it just feels like it's taken so long for that to come back. Yeah. And I wonder if this was something that is being implemented, you know, back under the Bob uh, – Chapek or back under the Bob Iger kind of mentality, or if yeah. this was already in plan, in progress under the Bob Chapek uh, mentality. You know, it's tough to say because I'm sure that they plan in a lot of this stuff ahead of time. But if you're also yeah. getting customer feedback and trying to implement stuff, you know, there, you might have to pivot, you might have to make some changes. So I'd be curious if this was truly, you know, a, a newer decision. Or if this was planning to come back all along once things kind of plateaued after the pandemic. 
Yeah, I'm not sure. But but you make a you make a good point because it, it was already established. It's already you know had its infrastructure, and so now it's about implementing it back in and making sure that I guess everything works on the back end with it. But yeah, if it already has the bones there, it's like just plug it back in. Let's do it again. For sure, for sure. Um, something else that we are getting back um, is our early entry and extended evening hours are going to continue for Disneyland Resort guests. Um, so early theme park entry for all Disneyland hotel guests and extended evening hours uh, for guests staying in deluxe resorts or Disney deluxe villas will continue through 2024. So kind of, again, just they're confirming that some extended magic hours and some other early entrances are still going to happen. There was a quick rumor out there that those were going away, mm-hmm. um, which is why, <laughs> which was a huge reason that some people stay on property. Um, so to yep. hear that, that's staying, um, that I feel like is such a Bob, a Bob Iger, like, no, we're going to keep that. Like that does not need to go away kind of situation. <laughs> yeah, like he vetoed it. Yeah. Yeah. Because like Disney has been doing that for so long and all of a sudden it was like, well, we might get rid of it. And like, so I don't know. I'm glad yeah. to hear that because that's something that we utilize a ton of. So absolutely getting those extra hours whether it's in the morning or at the end of the evening is key, especially if you're a park hopper, because then it kind of helps make your decision a little bit easier one way or the other about like which park you want to do that day. Or like, oh, you know, Hollywood Studios is open for an extra two hours tonight. Maybe we should let right. that be our second half of the day park. Exactly. And it just helps. Again, it helps with planning. It's nice that in the future, you're not going to have to reserve parks in advance. You can kind of on the fly make those changes. And I agree with you, dude. This is just yet another good decision, you know, to have and to keep these policies for your Disney Resort Hotel guests. You need to have perks and reasons for people to stay on property other than location. And giving them early entry and extended hours is definitely, definitely a good perk. 100, 100%. But this last one is actually the one that I'm excited about. Apparently, in 2024, we will be getting a more flexible Genie Plus service. And I know that many people have used Genie Plus now. I'm sure there's some mixed reviews, but overall, I feel like it is it's it is helpful. and It's been fine, right? We've been making do with it. But I know that we all have that same frustration of doing that same day 7 a.m. rush of trying to log on to the app, pick all your rides, and then you know, hope you get what you want. And yeah. so now it sounds like they are exploring ways to start doing that earlier, making some more advanced res- reservations and lightning lane attractions ahead of time to avoid that rush. Yeah. Do you know what that kind of reminds me of? <laughs> I was going to say um, the same thing. That literally so I'm, sad. I'm glad you said it. Exact old fast pass system. As soon as you made this to pre make, make selections prior to your trip, that's no yep. longer Genie Plus because Genie Plus was all this like, you got to do it in the parks. You have to be in premises. You have to do it. At se- no. As mm-hmm. soon as you open this up to pre-selected, change the name back to Fast Passes. I don't know what, what kind of identity crisis we went through here. Um, <laughs> but it's just got yeah. something really close to the old the- <laughs> system here. I hope you kept the signs that you took down that said Fast Pass because we're, we're going back to it. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's like, 
we talk, I thought the I same know. thing. That's funny that you say that. And I'm curious really what the differences will be. Uh, but they, they say here in this article that Disney has said, we've heard guests that they would always like to, that they would like ways to plan the Genie Plus service and Lightning Lane selections before the day of the park visit. And we want to let you know that we are working on ways for guests to do this in 2024. So, yeah, of course, again, is, you have the infrastructure, you know how to do it. That and you know what this is a great example of? Why would you change something that was already working? It, it was fine. We, we, we liked picking our rides and you know planning ahead of time. I guess it's so that you know you can give everybody a fair shot, right? Because there are some people who are great at planning. They'll plan ahead. They'll wake up at 7 a.m., you know, six months before their trip, and they will make those reservations for their party. And then there are some people who don't do that or life gets busy and you may forget to do that. And then you're a week out from your trip and you're like, oh crap, I wanted to get rides for my family and now they're all taken. So I do get, yeah. I do get that frustration. But having everybody try to log on at 7 a.m. on the same exact day was very tricky and painful as well. And so having some sort of solution a little bit earlier, maybe not the full six months ahead of time, but maybe just a little bit earlier is definitely hopefully helpful for many people. For sure. And I, and I agree. I think it, it will be helpful and I'm sure enough people asked for it, but I, like you said, like genie plus allowed anybody who was coming to Disney to have that same opportunity. Like not mm-hmm. just those who are living on living, staying on premise um, <laughs> for their time being. So I get it. But we could have made it like if they kept the old fast pass system and had the option that you could also buy your spot in a line in the old fast pass system, people were going to mm-hmm. do it. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. So, and in some senses, you were just, you're it's redesigning a, yeah. the wheel for no reason here. Yep. I agree with you. And I, I will, I feel like when Genie Plus or just Genie was pitched in general, it was more of like a, Hey, this AI is going to help like predict for you what the best rides to go on or like what the best schedule for your day would be. But I don't know if I've heard of people like utilizing that portion of it. I feel like people still just search whatever ride or park that they want and like manually put it in themselves. You know what I mean? Like when I, yeah, trying to think back to when I used it and I was trying to do a lightning lane for Guardians. Like it's it's tough because it doesn't read your mind or doesn't know what you and your party have been talking about for the day. So what it's you know suggesting to me might be, hey, you know, uh, Aladdin's Magic Carpets is only ten minutes right now. You could go on it, and it's like, dude, I, I don't, I don't want that. I don't really want to do that. It's <laughs> seven p.m. and we're looking for dinner reservation, or we're like, you know what I mean? Like we're looking for. Yeah a quick it chance to get on Big Thunder Mountain again or something. Right. And it's not like it, I don't, at least when I use it, I don't remember ever feeling like um, a questionnaire of like what we needed or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. Maybe that's the solution because even though I don't want to go on Aladdin at 7 PM, doesn't mean that another family of three or four may not want to. And so yeah. that's not to say it shouldn't suggest it, but it, it needs to be potentially more tailored to my group my preferences yeah. and, and things like that. 100%. Um, 
But I guess 2024 will show us uh, what this really means. And there's still some ways away until that time. So hopefully from now until then, we can maybe do another episode of some updates as more information gets released. I hope um, so. But for that, that's all we have right now. We just wanted to quickly give you a quick update, more of a news episode here. Yep. Um, but as always, we appreciate you uh, for always coming out, always listening, wherever you're listening for. Um, and... I want to thank you all for listening. Thanks, everyone.